How y'all doing, ladies and gentlemen? This is the first uh, podcast uh, for 2017. We'll be doing a recap on movies and music. My name is Carl Prey. Yo, yo, it's Teron. And I'm Nick. And the main part of this podcast is literally we're just going to be focusing on uh, music, movies, and uh, sports from time to time. But definitely uh, music more is a... Uh, a conversation of the culture of the rap itself. It's the culture, Nick. <laughs> it's, it's no, it's no longer looked at as just rap. It's, it's the culture Don't now. The culture. It, it's the culture now. <laughs> but anyways, for um, all you all you rap fans out there, movie fans, and people who like to have these type of discussions, this is definitely like barbershop talk one on one. So, word, word. hope right. you guys love it. Let's get started. What are we talking about? All right, our first. Uh, the first thing we're going to be getting into for 2017 music favorite albums and why. I'm going to start by saying one of my favorite albums of 2017 was Joey Badass. That album was really good. Yeah. I liked it. For the, I, I feel like the album and the lyrics, it was perfect timing. I don't know. It brought me back to that, uh, that 90s hip-hop feeling. You know? That's what I thought, too. I loved it. It was something you can cruise to. Something you, know, you can, if you want to hear some, uh, some real lyricism and stuff. It was nicely. It was nicely balanced. Like yeah, I felt yeah. like he had like a, a lot of political talk in there, but it was still. Uh, he still had some hits on there. He still had some, you know, just rapping. So it wasn't like you got bombarded with too much of one thing. And for me, like the whole uh, Trump getting into office and everything, and him expressing his views and everything on that, it was just. It's a. It's a good album. It actually is what the game needed. So that's how I look at his album. It's what the game actually needed. And that was his. Uh, his first album, his debut, right? His debut album. No, he already had one. He had a couple it's of those. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. But this was like his first. Like the this, the one. Out that, party, yeah. Basically, okay. Him getting bigger. So he's definitely more in the eye now after this album, because that to me that was it was a good listen. So you uh, got it in your top five? I got it in my top five for last for last year and all the music that came out. Joey Badass is definitely <laughs> in my top five. I have a top ten. I don't know about five. I have a top ten too, but as far as top five, I feel again like lyrically, uh, what else? Uh, subject matter and everything else goes is definitely top five. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, I think my top album might have been I decided by Big Sean, just because off the fact like I can relate to so many of the songs on that album. Uh, he definitely stepped up his uh, you know his his uh. Lyrics a, a ton. Yeah, definitely. A lot. A ton. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. yeah especially I, last two albums alone. I ain't gonna lie, I was the time I hated Big Sean, but after that album, I, I love Big Sean. <laughs> I still hate Big Sean. It was, it was, uh, <laughs> overall, that album was it was pretty balanced. You know, he wasn't all over the place. It kind of was like a, almost like a story, like a you know, phases yeah. he was going through. Because he followed the theme, and the whole theme was just him pretty much like you know. This is what happened in my life. I think I got a, a good handle on what it is right now, and I decided it's pretty much that album's handle. Like it, it made sense. Uh, this album definitely was like his growth, because like all his earlier projects, it was just hits and just him rapping. But this album it had purpose. Mm -hmm. I felt like he established himself as like if you want to talk about the best rappers in the game today, y'all got to consider me. You sure? I'm sure. I think after last year, we, are you uh, putting them in the current class? Yes, I'm putting Big Sean in the current class. Like Kendrick, Cole. Yes, I'm Drake, putting yeah. uh, Sean. Yes, yeah. Bounce yeah. back three times platinum. The album itself platinum. He had other hits. Yeah, but still, it's just three times. Three times. I don't think he went three times on the track. I don't know. And I don't know if I don't. Yeah, and I'm I looking. Drake, Cole, Kendrick, and then it's a big drop off. I'll put Sean below them. But it's a drop. I, I mean, not not like it's like the top top, but I feel like if we're talking about like current artists, like in today's music, who like really pushing the wave, I consider Big Sean in that wave. Well, the wave ain't that big. It, it's, it's now. I mean, <laughs> rap rap is the what is now the uh, the leading the, the leading music genre. genre. Yeah. Of course, yeah. I'm talking about the current wave in terms of rappers. I feel like Big Sean is always in his own bubble when it comes to music. He don't really go into like anything else. Like Big, every time he makes music, it's just Big Sean. That's it. Like, you can't categorize him with anybody else because you'd be like, who can we match him up with? It's like, well, nobody, nobody. really. He changes his style every album, even with the Metro and, uh, you know, that little duet album they had. That just came I recently. definitely did not like that album. You didn't like it? Not even. I liked it. There it was, was only like maybe one or two songs in there I didn't like for obvious reasons. The bars weren't there. Not how I decided he, it was. He, he dumbed it down for like, you know, for like, I guess the, the club. You know, but that's why stuff. I don't put him with the Kendricks and the Coles. You can't dumb it down yeah. if you want to be in that bracket. He's, but he's still in that lane. He's, he's, he's like, he's trying to get out of that, that lane. He's trying. He's trying.
man. He's, he's trying to get up the lane. You know, it's it's tough because the money's where you know with with the youth and the young crowd, you know, turning up and everything. But he wants to remain to his uh, his heart, you know, and make actual uh, passionate music. You know, then then make passionate music. Yeah, but ain't nothing wrong with having like fun every now and again. Yeah, and I, I look at it like work ethic wise. Twenty seventeen, he had a good year. He had the album. The album did well. He had a tour. Tour did well, and he put out a little joint album with uh, Metro Boomin. And it's like, I feel like the thing, like, people just drop an album and then they just disappear. They don't do anything else with it. Like, he's working. So yeah. whether you like the album or not, it's good to see, like, him actually stepping out of his comfort zone and working with other artists and doing more. Because like, that's what I like to see. I like to see if when an artist drops an album and, you know, they do their thing and then they link up with somebody else and put more music out. It captures the attention. So I, I, I thought it was a good move. Whether you like the album or not, it's still a good move because it keeps Big Sean in the discussion. Right. That's pretty much what it does. It keeps yeah, him in true. a discussion. Yeah. His name stayed out there yeah, all year long. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it was like you just when you think he about to like die down or something, he give you more stuff and it's like, all right, here he is again. So it like it keeps him in mm -hmm. rotation. Alright, I feel that. Right. So we all named Joey Badass Big Sean. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go easy. We're gonna talk Kendrick. Man, the Kendrick had the best uh, album of 2017. You said that go. That should have been the first one we did. Hold on, you said go easy. What we was the other option? Easy. We was gonna go uh, hard. What uh, was the other I'm option? I'm saying you did Joey Badass and Big Sean. I got more, but those e were just Easy's Kendrick. Yeah. <laughs> like damn, but, damn is one or two mm -hmm. best album of the year. For me, that's number one. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. See, it's a, it's a tie just because on one thing with Big Sean, I can relate to Big Sean's album. Like I can relate to Kendrick's album. But it's like Big Sean's album, it really touches home. Like I can like I was personally going through like a couple things that he was talking about at that time. So that's why I would choose Big Sean's album over Kendrick. Alright. But other than that, I loved Kendrick's album. It was dope. Top to bottom. Like I it's nothing skipping. I couldn't deny it. Like I hated it at first because it was like a different sound of Kendrick. Uh he kinda, you know, from listening to, to Pimple Butterfly and switching it up to that, it was just like, all right, what is this? Where are you going with your music? And then it's like it starts to grow on you slowly, and the next thing you know, you just got your favorite song. Maybe you got two. It's nonstop. It's non yeah. That album again, and this is coming from me because after listening to that Big Sean album, I pretty much damn near went through every damn thing he was talking about on that damn album. Yeah. That uh, song uh, "Old Me" was probably one of my favorite songs on that album. But as far as Kendrick goes, I still relate to what Kendrick was saying on that album. Mm -hmm. He had again that album was well balanced because that album breaks down how he feels about love, knowing that. There's certain shit that he do that contradicts himself, like uh, the song, the uh, the one where it's like uh, he's telling his friend, his his friend or whatever, because the dad, his son just died, oh. and he like, yeah, you you should go go kill that nigga, eye for an eye, right? But then at the end of the song, he's telling him like, no, I gotta go talk about gun control though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was like he had everything in there again. It was like political. It was it was how he thinks about love and everything else, and bringing back to like all the shit that he feels personally. So. I, I was able to relate to Kendrick Lamar album as well. Yeah, everybody had been in everybody's been in that situation. And I feel like, it's, like it's still things that in that album. I, I know I don't fully understand. Still, yet. you can still pick you had that album the, apart. It's been yeah. out for almost a year now. Yeah, and you can pick that album apart and, every day. And then it came out that you you should listen to the album playing it backwards, backwards, playing it backwards. What? Like <laughs> it's a whole different story. Because it's like how's it? It was that if you play it from the beginning, it was that he he died. <laughs> But if you played it from the end to the beginning, he lived or something. It was like vice versa. But that was like the main point. However you played it, he either died or lived. Yeah. And that was, that's what's crazy. And that Duckworth song, oh, my God. That's a classic song. Like, the thing was, when I, before going into this album, when I was listening to it, I said, yo, what could Kendrick Lamar possibly talk about now? Because I'm like, from a good kid, Mad City, he pretty much put his life, like, everything on there. So I'm like, what else content can he offer? But then when you listen to Duckworth, it just was like, holy shit, nigga, how long was you holding on to this damn song? Because I would have never fucking known that your manager was... That guy, yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God. That, so that song right there was ridiculous. It, it, it blew my mind listening to that drum. So I could see why Kendrick Lamar definitely had the... Again, best album best of the album year. Of the year. Of the year. Uh, uh, damn was big. It was big. It still is. It, it is. Because again, he had the tour to follow up right with that. Yeah. And I, I actually went to, uh, to the one that came in Philly. And it was like, I seen Kendrick Lamar before he blew up. Uh, he opened up for uh, Kanye back on the Yeezus tour. And, you know, it was, it was just like a, like a major step up from then and now as far as his, uh, his stage presence and all that. So it was just like, good, good for him, man. I'm proud of him. But, yeah, that, uh, 
for that that time period again with the whole uh presidency and the way life was moving at that time uh damn was like it was perfect like he couldn't have dropped that album in a more perfect time that's why it was so damn big and it had a blend of everything you wanted yeah mm -hmm. it had the bars it had the pop songs that could get played on the radio i think still on the radio i think that's why kendrick lamar is like one of the best artists today is because he's able to consciously get on tracks and speak what the hell he's saying without sacrificing himself for like just to make money like yeah. he's he's doing so it's like he's making nothing but conscious music and they're all on the radio and they're all hits but it's like at the end of the day he's not formula. dumbing it down definitely got the, the formula yeah he got it down pat yeah so he's he's figured it the hell out he's figured it out so kendrick lamar definitely had the best album 2017. all right what up what other albums are we talking about other albums that were big, I know Nick is going to hate this option, but it, again, for the culture, it had to be Migos. It had to be Migos. Yo, edit. It had to be Migos, man. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, uh, that album, they had they had two hits. One of them was a sleeper hit because Bad and Bougie been out, and it was like casually bubbling on the the radio as far as like rap charts go, just rap charts in general. So it was like number. It was either like number five or four, but it was always in the mix, and it wasn't until Donald Glover got on stage and was like, yo, Bad and Bougie is like one of the best songs ever created. And he loved that song. And a weekend, that song was number one on Billboard. Yeah. I don't, and, I don't care. And whether you like, <laughs> whether, like Nick, Nick doesn't care, but whether you liked it or not, care. that song right there, everyone was singing that shit. And then when you thought that was like maybe going to be like their best one, they dropped T-shirt and T-shirt was like the next, like you was either singing one or the other or both. Like, so again, as far as uh, big albums of 2017 go, I feel like Meagles had a breakthrough album because now look at, look at their stature now. Yeah. They were casually the guys who dropped hits every now and again and then disappear and then drop the hit again. Now it's like we got to look at them like, no, they're, they're here to stay. They just solidified themselves as top artists in the game right now. I don't know if you can say that yet. This is top the, artists of their genre. Of, of what 2017 was their first big year. You can't say they're here to stay. Uh, I'm the, the, looking There's at people the, that's been around for a year or two and then be gone. Yeah, but looking, looking at like, because th this is the, uh, the other thing. Everyone's so versatile. You can get... Quavo to come through sing your hooks you can get you got everyone's getting offset to do the, uh, the features and so on so it was like even if they don't do any music they're still all over the place so how long do they need to be around for them to say all right they, I say they, they, I, I, I mean they've been around they've already been around for well, quite some time but big. <sighs> like does it need well, to be this, three years this does it need to be five this years this probably gonna be their second yeah years. this uh, year gonna yeah. be second because again culture two coming out they they uh dropped that quality control music just last year December uh, Offset had the joint album with uh, with, with, uh 21, 21 yeah, Savage. Yeah, right. So it was like, whether they're doing music or not, they're still in music. You're hearing them regardless. I think after this Culture 2 album drop, give them like another year or two. They're, they're good to go. They're I good. Know, I feel like after they dropped this Culture 2, I, I was telling you before, you know, uh, on the phone, I feel like this Culture 2 album is going to be like way more commercialized. I feel like this is going to be the album where you hear Amigos or Amigos single pop up on like Q102 or something like that. That's because that's because Bad and Bougie. And uh, that's because that that once you hit Billboard, man. your 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 music is now on all radios. Stir fried, I I believe that's gonna hit Q one hundred two one day. I I, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. I don't know. Just because, <laughs> just because it's, it's a it's a Pharrell production. It's like don't get me that's wrong, true. like it's they just did a, go to the right person to get a hook. Yeah, and of course and a beat. Yeah, but that's my pick. It's just again looking at what they did and they singles and the exposure. Like they, 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 everyone's like now Migos is the because again the, we had years of trap artists and it was either Future, Gucci Mane, or uh, Rick Ross. Rick Ross. Now when we look at trap music, it's like no Migos. Yeah. I don't even look at Future no more because it's like he's kind of dying off to me now. Uh, whether you hate it or not, Future was one of the most streamed artists last year. Next was to Drake. It? Yes. Was he? He was like top. He was in the top ten. He was like two. I mean, he Future. Did, he did drop like three albums last year. Yeah, so. but I did. I didn't yeah, even yeah, know like that. A million but, songs out there. Yeah. <laughs> but for you casual Future fans out there, Future was one of the most streamed artists I last year. That. I feel like I still feel like he's dying off though. Oh uh, shit. So um, damn. Another album that I had in mind was that, uh, doo -doo -doo. I'm trying to think, towards like the end of the year, Indeed. definitely was uh, Gucci for me, Mr. Davis. You know, I, I love, I want to say I love trap music, but you know, it's, it's something that I definitely uh, listen to and I, I dabble in every once in a while. And one man I've been following for a minute is Gucci. 
he, that man is just as far as making hits. He's just consistent, like making it. I love, I love, like, I love how like, the fact that he can just make like a, a you know, a gangster song at the same time, and he talking about taking your girl at the same time. Then he talking about peeking out the window, shooting somebody. Like, yeah, he's all over the place making hits. Like I just love the man. Like just, I, 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 I do credit his work, ethic, his work ethic. Like Gucci Mane got a good work ethic. So it was like even, even if he doesn't have an album out again, you still hearing him on the radio. Like I get the bag is still being played on the radio. He just dropped a whole nother album, but I get the bag is still in rotation and it is already yeah. certified platinum. Sure. So it was just like. People are still stomaching some of half his music, and it's like once he got out of jail, he just did not stop. Yeah. He did not stop, and I thought that he was going to be on some. I'm too good to work with every other artist, but he came out and worked with everybody, and that's what threw him back into the limelight. Like he he was on one of the biggest tracks with uh, what's it called, Ray Sherman, the uh, Black Beatles. So yeah. it was like when, and then uh, he did the drone with Drake, both. So once you do song, once you get those songs back out there and you in the hits now, I mean you got to look at uh, Gucci Mane. He, that's like one of those old timer things. Like niggas back in our days listen to Gucci Mane. Mm -hmm. Like the newer generation doesn't really have a handle on Gucci Mane. But when mm -hmm. you do those hits and you come out there and you work with all the new artists, now all the new the newer generations get put on your wave. And that's why Gucci Mane to me, I feel like he's more popular now than he ever was. Because it's like everybody knows who the hell Gucci is now. I think he was on Ellen De what's her name Ellen DeGeneres or whatever. Yeah. Like since when trap artists are going on there for like interviews and Ti was on there. Ti was on Ellen DeGeneres. So it ain't, it ain't see, the first. It ain't the first see, but, time. But Ti, Ti is like at one point actually like, borderline like pop a little bit sometimes. Pop, but yeah, but this was like still doing the part this when is like everyone looked at this. Like yeah. look at Migos, like that's just straight trap. Yeah, Migos was on Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. So she's had like, Migos and she has Wayne and yeah, you know, yeah. But Wayne, so you can't count Wayne because Wayne was once again he was on that borderline of pop again. But these look at it like this. these are artists that are getting on these shows. They they will never be seen on Oprah show. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, Oprah's never gonna have them on their show. Nah, <laughs> so what? Whatever. <laughs> uh, we talking old heads. We disrespecting Hove for not bringing up four four four. Well, that but, like, no. If anything, why not save one of the best for last? Then then we'll talk now. Because uh, again, uh, Hove might have the second best album of the year. I have him top two. I have him actually. Yeah, just him and Kendrick. I have go, yeah. You can uh, four forty four was fucking amazing. It was that that album, like, we talk about the culture in general and other people pushing the culture and stuff. Jay-Z, we already know that when he says shit, it happens. Jay's been doing this for And he's been doing, yeah, years. he's been doing, like, yeah. when he told niggas yeah. to stop wearing jerseys and start wearing button-ups, what happened? That was messed up, too. It, jersey it, yeah, yeah. They fucked the jersey game right on up. <laughs> the crazy thing was, right before he said that, I just got these two classic throwback jerseys that had got me the uh, Archie Manning jersey. See? Oh, and then I got me a uh, Joe Namath jersey. <laughs> <laughs> so he said this shit. I'm like, so, man, look, I can't wear it. I'm in the car with the T Mac Orlando jersey on, just <laughs> change clothes. He's all button down. So I'm like, yo, come on. I ain't gonna lie, I had the Iverson jersey in my joint. He said that. I never brought it back out my closet again. <laughs> But yeah, like if we talking about big, big albums, uh, it was a it was a surprise because it was like you didn't know what Jay Z was going to do on this album, and then when you heard it, you was like, yo, he really put like an intro perspective, like what's going on the in his that, life and in the world. The, the, the effect that he has on pop culture is, is amazing because uh, you know he mentioned a couple names in his album, and and even uh, you know people thought it was like a shot at future at one point, but you know he had to clear it up. He, he, you know, it was, I, I, it was bars. It was it was bars. It was bars. bars. It happened if to be anybody very... else would have said a future wouldn't have paid it no more. Just, yeah. just look at how he touched so many people. You know, that was either in the music game or outside the music game. How many people he got to respond? You know, and, and pretty much no matter what, no matter who. It was, that's what rap. That's what rap is supposed to do. Like it's supposed to start a discussion. Like, but he's next level. With yeah, he's next level. Like, so whether whether you had a bad intake on the album or a good intake or what, in between, you were still talking about it. And that's what that album did. Everybody was talking about it. Four forty four was damn near. It was amazing. I like. I love the album. As far as like subject matter and everything else goes, I'm talking about his uh. His relationship with Beyonce and how that's going, his kids and everything else, and trying to put young black kids up on the game and how to move and everything. That was good. Uh, I don't remember where it was at, but he's talking about that Jay Z album. Like, what part? Well, we we a little biased because we've seen him live. So. You know, it's not even a biased thing because before I even seen him live, I still loved the album. It was just, it was a for me, it was a bigger experience seeing him live because that was my first time seeing Jay Z. So I never seen Jay Z live. I mean, I, I seen him live, but not by himself. Yeah, I seen him with Kanye back. Oh, you, you seen know, him watch, watch the, the throne. throne? 
So you know, it was it was like more of a Kanye show than it was Jay Z. Yeah. Sam Rock, to, he did like a goddamn best of, like he was reasonable doubt all the way through. And, yeah. and to put yeah. in perspective, like he even had an end of the uh, around the end of the uh, concert where he played like a lot of his hits. He just ran them through, and he was like, if you if you caught fire, the crowd would sing it. But even when the show was over, after he did all that, I still had like ten more songs he could have Yeah, we did. were still like, like, yo, he could have did like another hour. Yeah, of just yeah. rattling his, all his bits. catalog at this point is 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 crazy, and he didn't even do like certain albums. He didn't do uh, Kingdom Come. He didn't do American Gangster. He did. I, he I did like I, I wouldn't do Kingdom Come. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I would definitely do something off American Gangster. But that just goes to show you, like he still had more shit he could have did, and his his catalog at this point is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Go. Different conversation. Different conversation. <laughs> Different <laughs> conversation. We we talking about goats. I mean, we that's a whole nother because we're gonna have to get uh, very into that's that. Like a whole nother episode. Man. Start rattling off every other album you was rocking with this year. Every other album I was rocking with this year. Hey, I got some. Sci High to Prince. No Dope on Sundays. I didn't even get a chance to listen to that. Listen to it. Packed. I, bars. I, I, and that's my man. Like, I haven't listened to him um, for years. Belly. Mumble Rap. It's not Mumble Rap, though. I'm but it's bars. I know who that is. It's <laughs> yeah, on Boys The Weeknd, so I know who. Um, who else was I listening to? Big Crit. Damn. Yeah. Song Forever is a mighty long time. I heard like three songs. Oh. Rhapsody. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Layla's wisdom. Yep. That's top in my top three. What's called that? That song they got with Kendrick just yeah. hit the radio. Yeah. yeah, it's hitting the radio now. Yeah, yeah. yeah Kendrick had to step up. Yeah, that's how how oh, yeah. hard she was going in. My some of my albums were not, some of them weren't really albums. They were just music that came out that I just fucked with because it was like maybe on the tape or something. But that worst of five nine bar exam. The bar exam. Bar was exam. Four. Yeah. Like this is this is like again this is some certain people that come on they just drop some shit to put back in like like yo we know y'all like the mumble rap we know y'all like this but let's get back to these bars and Royce the Five Nine is He's one of those people two joints dropping this year and I'm going to be waiting because we all know that if we're talking like top five top ten lyricists to me Royce the Five Nine is in that category hands down yeah on that bar exam I had to replay a couple of songs like what the uh, hell he just say like. Yeah. Because once you can't even catch it because it's so fast right. and the yeah. wordplay is so crazy. And if you're not from New York or whatever, it don't even matter. But if you wasn't rocking with that Jadakiss and Fab album, that that just brought back uh, some nostalgia. It brought, to me, it brought back I, that I nostalgia. Know. I, I, I that, it, it's hard It should have been better. It, maybe. It should have been better. But it was the, it's the first time. Maybe, like, this is probably one of those things where if they did it back in the day where they their peak yeah, hottest. It would have for like three years, though. It blew like, up. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. This album, Freddy Cougar since yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> but it was finally nice to hear her and see them like no, trade, was, trade bar bad. and bar. Yeah, I, I was expecting more though. Yeah, because I, I went into it, I was like, all right, this is definitely just gonna be them rapping back and forth and some real, some real shit. So I, I enjoyed this. Yes, uh, um, the Ross album. The, the the Ross album was a a sleeper. Yeah, because I slept on it. And then when I, I finally listened, listened to it, it I was like, "Yo, that wasn't even bad. That wasn't no, it was bad. a good album. It was a solid um, album." Uh, Two Chains. Two Chains had what, he had a he had a solid album. It, it was, was passable. Like it was definitely a nice redemption album from his uh, his last couple. Of ones. Yeah, Two Chains put out a solid album. Like from top to from start to finish, I was like, "Yo, this is a a good Two Chains album." Now was that Kid Cudi album? The end of 2016 or was that? That was the end of 2016. Yeah. Okay. That came out like like beginning of December. Yeah, yeah. You had what? Drake's More Life. That playlist, I mean. It it's was an album. He calls it an album. It was all over the place. Yeah, but it was all over the place. He didn't want to name the album because it wasn't that good. So well, he didn't want to put no, on his catalog. Here's the thing. They, didn't, they, said, they said that he didn't want to name it an album because the Grammys came around. And you already know that More Life was up for it. But then we all know who has the biggest the biggest nominations is Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Hove. So he wasn't was like, winning this yeah, year. Yeah, he's not, so. not winning that. So it was like, he said that it was supposed to be, a, but he'd been saying it before the thing dropped. He said it's supposed to be for his OVO radio. It's supposed yeah. to be a playlist. You're just supposed to be able to listen to this album and just oh. cycle through it. That's it. But it was, you know, I, I you know, like put it. put Drake on it. Put OVO on it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what you, that's what you do. <laughs> All right. The next topic we're going to be tackling is uh, Breakthrough Artists of 2017. One of the biggest breakthrough artists of that year and my future wife, SZA. 
Yeah, we're not doing R&B. We're doing R&B. We're it's doing artists, R&B. It's artists no, in general. No, no, we're not doing it's R&B. Because I would have brought up Daniel. Yeah, I just want to yeah. talk about SZA. For the record, for the record, I want to talk about SZA. Right, people on Facebook uh, talking SZA crazy. Uh, that's future, that's <laughs> no. future wifey right there. No, but it's artists, no. it's artists in general. No, it's no, no we're not doing SZA. All right, then what rapper came out last year had a big break? He said it. Who? Cardi. Oh, yeah, Cardi B. Yep. Facts. You got well. You got everything uh, she put out was a hit. She got the right machine behind her. It don't matter. It's still a hit. Yeah, of course. But she got. She has the right people around her, and her uh, her feature selection has been spot on. That's the other thing. That's you, true. See, the only thing I'm scared of her is about her is that, I don't know. At this point, it's like all right. You had one good solo single, but you know the rest of your songs, everything else is just features. It's like, can you do it by yourself again, or is it you gonna pull a Nicki Minaj for your whole career? Yeah, don't compare the two. Don't compare. <laughs> I hate well, it. Well, you only comparing it because we already know that Nicki Minaj can't do an yeah. album unless it features a shit ton of it's, people and, on and the look, album. She still blew up though. So, what does that mean? Be- because I hate I hate when people talk try to put, put Nicki Minaj in that she's the greatest female rapper. I'm like, no. I'm like, she had nothing but features her whole career. All of her biggest songs were features. So that's why I'm like, you know, you, you go back and... But she didn't bring bars with the features? Oh, no, no, she did. Well... She did, but it's just like, I don't want to hear somebody else. I want to hear your song, you know what I mean? I don't want to hear all, like, five different artists on your track. This this goes back This goes back to, like, people and they, they upbringing and stuff. Like, when you listen to Nicki Minaj, do you know anything about her in her personal life? No. Is there ever album that she put out there? She said like the whole album was based on how she came in the game and what she went through to get it. Like maybe Nicki Minaj, first was album was the closest to it. That was it. Yeah. And it was like, maybe like one or two songs, but every other album from there on, it was just hit hit songs. It's just hits. Like she just provides hits, which is not a bad thing. That's how you want to go about it and do that. It's just like this is the problem with hit rappers. You can get moved on from so easily if all you do is hits. That's why I like people that like bring a little conscious thing into it or something. Because if the the people connect with you, they stick around with you longer. This is why Cardi B is fucking blowing the hell up. Because she puts her life out there. And what the hell is she going through? And she do her hits. So everyone's rocking with her. Because everybody's just like, yo, she is who she is. She, she embraces. Yeah, she embraces. Yeah, and everyone's like, yeah. that's her. So they, they rock with her because they like... We can dig that. You is who you is. You ratchet. You loud. That's that's your. That's who you are. And now you see that Cardi B is slowly becoming the the wave. Like we we talking about female artists today. Cardi B name immediately pops the fuck up. Yo, I did literally last night. I'm in the parking lot, and these girls is going off on motorsports on Cardi B's part. Like it's like four or five chicks in the car. <laughs> Radio turned up. They scream at the top of their lungs. Like I'm like, damn. It's like that for Cardi. You didn't even see that for Nikki. That was the I never su- saw that, that was the surprise. Uh, the, one of the main surprises for Cardi B is that uh, when I heard she was rapping, I said, "Yo, she's probably going to sound like, like she's forcing it. Like it's going to be like it's is is forced and it's not going to sound like uh, it's fluent or whatever." But her her gift is her to just get on the tracks and casually kill it. That's what surprised me when I heard her on Motorsports. I was like, she just kind of casually kills it. Like she's just able to get on the track and just. One taken to get the hell out of her, and that's was that's what I like. So when I heard her rap, I'm like, yo, this this doesn't sound too bad at all. She sounds like she's doing what that actually what the hell she's supposed to do. Be ratchet. Be ratchet, rap, and that's it. But yeah. she's doing it to a T, and it is it's working for her. Neither of them are the best female rapper though. Rhapsody's still the best female rapper. Come they on, don't man. they don't want bars with Rhapsody Come at on, all. Man. They don't. Come on, they, man. She's the best female rapper. She might be the she's top five rappers. Uh, Male, female, I'm, don't matter. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. <laughs> it's just this is damn. This is this is a whole nother discussion. You, this I'm is a whole nother discussion. I am listening to her album. Like I, I was already on. Like I saw. I'm like I need to check this out. And I'm I heard that single. Yo, I'm like I listen to her album. You like yo? There's some male rappers that don't want that problem. So, like, so, she came on and go, yo, you want this? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> like, fully, like, so she's something like, like Sid, something like that. You know that you know Sid? No, no Sid. You don't know who Sid is? Uh, Sid is kind of like, something like how Aji is. Uh, Aji, you know, shout out to Aji. She's a Philly artist. Hey. <laughs> that's, that's the homie. That's the little sis. Sit up, Aji. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's, uh, you know, Aji got like a little mixture of like singing, you know, she can rap a little bit. No, no, Rhapsody's rapping. Oh, she's just straight rapping. She's rapping. rapping. Straight bars. Yeah, she's rapping. Okay. Yeah. But again, this this is the generation gap because Nick is all about the bars. Gotcha. It has to be about the bars. We talk of rap. <laughs> For the year of 2017, the albums we disliked 
I'm gonna start by saying this one was a head scratcher to me because I'm a casual fan of him. Dude can rap. I'm gonna have to say that Logic Everybody album. Oh, I, gosh, I got one now. I <laughs> just I just like that album. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I love Logic. Like his first album to me is probably still one of his best ones. Oh, no, Carl. Did you know he was black and white? D don't get yo. This, <laughs> yo. Did you okay. know? For, for for people who if you listen to this and you you either know who Logic is or you don't, I'll just break down some things. He's 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 mixed. He's black and white. But the thing is, is like that everybody album to me, it felt like every the everybody album was the equivalent of All Life Matters. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> it's not bad. Like we get it. All all life does do matter. But it's like what's going on in the world today. That's not the main focus. So that album to me, it was like all life matters. I'm black and white. Everybody love one another. And he's it's a good it's a good uh it's a good uh message and everything. But it was like he beats he beats it. The whole album is literally him beating that message into your head for the whole. It doesn't switch up. Every song is literally I'm black and white. Everyone should love each other. Did you hear he and was black and white? No, <laughs> I was like I, by by maybe by maybe the third or fourth track you're you're getting beat with he's black and white. And he's 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 spent other albums talking about this. The first one he did it, but he didn't do it too much. He like didn't do a whole album. Yeah, of it. the first album was like perfect. He had his hits. He had his life, his upbringing, all that. The the bars were there. Duke and rap, uh, the the incredible true story. That was another one of my favorite albums. So he got two, but it was just this everybody album to me. It was a miss. Like, just just to add on that logic thing. Another reason why I didn't like that album because he had that same consistent flow, and I got tired of it real That's fast. True. Yeah. yeah he, other than that, I like Logic. He's a good artist. You got an album? Yeah, I got an album. Hell yeah. So. <laughs> Hell yeah. He he knows what it is. Hold on, wait, before to touch on the last subject, when we talking about breakthrough artists, it's funny because even though I just like that album, that uh that Suicide Hotline yeah. song was the one that put him in the limelight. Sure. Now everybody knows who Logic is because sure. that song was literally number one on the Billboard after his performance at the award show. Plus, he's black and white. Uh, he's, <laughs> if you not if you haven't heard me, he's black and white. <laughs> so uh, it's not even an album; it's a, it's a playlist. Oh uh, man, I could, there's only one. Who is who? Oh man, who? Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that man, <laughs> I know nobody yet. I got to the first song, heard the pre smoke. I'm like, all right, this shit might be saucy. Then it started going on. It started getting softer and softer. I'm like, wait a minute. I was just like, I felt like I was kind of like tricked into listening to this album, but with the first track. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> it hooked you right in. It wasn't even that. It was just like the, it was again, like the album had no con, or album playlist, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It was all over the place. It was no concept. Like every song was different. It was like new. He had the, uh, the, the, I wanted to say bridge, the English dude come on there. He has like a whole different accent and everything. So that was hard to, to catch into. Oh, Baca. Yeah, Baca. Uh, and a few other people on, but it was like, again, it was just all over the place. And that's why I look at it like a playlist, because the album is just literally like, you either going to find some songs on there you love and save it to your playlist, or you're just going to be like, I don't really like this joint and skip it all together. Man, my biggest, my biggest beef with that thing was, where is the rap at, man? He has like, some rap songs on there. Again, Free was, Smoke, like, Drake gives you a little tidbit of here and there, like, that he still rap. Free Smoke is one of those songs. It's like, yo, I still got bars if you still want them, but I'm going to just do whatever the hell I want to do at this point. Man, this is like, man, I miss, that's, that's, the, that's the reason why I can't get into Drake nowadays, because it's like, he don't rap as much anymore. It's like, I love to rap and Drake. I don't like, like, singing Drake is cool. Don't you and me wrong. both, but that's, that's why them new songs to me that he just released is... It's hinting that he could be back in the bars again because that uh, that diplomatic community, if you didn't hear it, there's no singing. It's just bars delivering songs, but see, that, clips that, on that, his life. He, he fucks with people's heads because that's what he did with the 4 a.m. and Kyle Bass, whatever shit was yeah. called. And then he dropped the. That was, that was just in retaliation to the whole Joe Button thing. So, you know, before the views came out, everybody was under the assumption, like, all right, maybe he's going to be on he some rapping shit. He might be rapping. And then he fucked everybody's head up, you know, he came out with you know, the, the dance hall, you know, the, some of the reggae a little bit. Views so was, was a, a, it was just a hit, another big hit album. Because once Views dropped that, he was literally on the radio all day. All day. Still is. All day. Yeah. Still, still is today. Certain stations are still playing still that Still is. Views. But that Views album, like Views and, uh, what was the other one? The one before that one. Oh, uh, uh nothing, nothing was the same. Was the same. Yeah. Those two albums were just, there. it was like, yo, I'm going to control the radio with these two albums. All right, we're going to go one more album that we didn't like. Well, I didn't like. The Eminem album. What is it called? Revival? Revival. That shit was so bad. It was lazy. Um, 
He had all these pop artists on there. Like, I don't want to hear Ed, Ed Sheeran and Eminem. I don't care about Alicia Keys and Eminem. I don't care about Pink and Eminem. It was lazy. The beats were whack. He had fucking Rick Rubin on there, sounding like the Beastie Boys from 1986. I don't want to hear that no more. And the bars weren't even there like that. Am I right? The thing is, this whole revival album was again. It was based on the the, the, the times and the situations and everything that's going on. Like he on the front cover with the American flag, that right there lets you know this shit is going to be political. Problem is, he, in a way, he sold out because I seen the thing saying that people will say that when he he just spends the album rapping and he's progressing and he's not talking about the old shit, then people be like, I miss the old some shit, I miss the crazy some shit. Mm -hmm. So then he went back and did songs where it was like back to his old stuff, but then it was like everybody's like, you're too old to be acting like that now. So apparently for this album, he tried to do both, which sucks because to me, I'm like, no, nigga, you old now, like start. You know, step it up. Your bars should be where they at now. Like, you don't have to go back and please me and deliver old Slim Shady or and like just have, he do you. Do pop songs. Yeah, that too. Again, uh, he. I mean, I, I seen that he put out the song and he uh, judge. I mean, the song goes to everybody because you know we seen the track list and we hated it. Right, 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 Philly. So I agree with Nick. I think the artist that he he had featured on it was whack. I don't want to see Pink on there. I don't want to see like Ed Sheeran and yeah. Eminem. Like, he, I would. I would rather the track with fucking Beyonce. And that shit was trash. It, it, was, it's, 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 it was over. It was overhyped. It was. Uh, it's just one of those songs where you listen to it and it's like, yo, this is this is not a a a song that everyone's gonna be playing. I felt like after a week, that song was just like everybody's like, yo, this is not as good. When did this one shitty LP come out? The second not one. The second one. That was 99? like. No, no, it's the. Uh, the, 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 the talking about part two. Marshall Mathers. Marshall, Marshall Mathers. Mathers. Oh, oh, oh. That was like maybe 20, two years ago, three years ago. It was like 2015, 2015, 2014, maybe, maybe yeah, around that range. Yeah, it's been like two, three years. I don't know. I, I, just roughly, you know, your criticism and stuff like that, like, for you to wait three years for an album and it's that disappointing. Now, you wait three years for an Eminem album, and Eminem's at a point where he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. And you know he's a fan of hip-hop. Why can't he work with other hip-hop artists? Like, dropped, there's there's no other rappers on his album. Really. Two Chains was supposed to be on he's the on album and got cut, but then he's on the remix. And even that to me, I'm like Two Chains. Still, like, who's gonna say no to working on Eminem? Nobody. Nobody. But so he can go have his choice of anybody he wants, and he chooses Ed Sheeran. Cause it's like I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a link myself up with who's the hottest, and we already know that. And in, in the pop need, world, Ed Sheeran is one of the leading I'm artists. Not mad, mad at Ed Sheeran. I like Ed Sheeran, but still, I don't, I don't like. Him on for the record, I hate Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Shawn Mendes is my boy though, but they're the same person. They twins. I just I like, like, I like his deeper voice, but it's his face. It's 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 so it's, it's, it's his face. That that man, something about his face it just irks me. But yeah, anyway, yeah. his music is better than Shawn Mendes though. He's been out longer. So what? And he writes other so people's what? music. Yeah. So he's definitely the more talented one. Yeah, he got hits. He got hits. But just for this album, it wasn't... It wasn't... The, re the problem with this album was it was like... Rap is now one of the, the leading genre. It's now the leading genre in the game. So when you came out with this album, my 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 uh, take was that all right, Eminem dropping album. This joint's gonna be straight rap. He gonna have some artists on here. It's gonna be nothing but him going the hell off. You listen to the album, he's going off, but it's not the way we wanted it to. And then the artist that he featured on there is like you're introducing. You're gonna have rappers that like rap music listen to Ed Sheeran and Pink and stuff. These are people that be like, no, we don't really listen to pop, so we can't really get down with the album. I feel like true fat rap fans that listen to this album, they couldn't really get with it. I couldn't get with it. Plus, Rick Rubin need to get out of here. Rick um, Rubin update, update his equipment. Rick Rubin should not be allowed to do more than uh, three songs. Yeah. He should be limited at like one or two. No, it shouldn't even be one no more. They all sound the same. They all sound like the Beastie Boys from '88. But that we already know, Eminem is heavily influenced I by the that. Beastie Boys, and that's that's the other thing. This album was just like Beastie Boys all over the place. And he tried to go super and wild style and, and, yeah, and he you, tried to go political and Trump didn't bite. Trump ignored his ass. Yeah, he ignored. That was the uh, the the head scratcher right there. Because usually, uh, you already know Trump get on Twitter and he no, he, he clapped back, but he right. completely ignored it. So just that, like we should have did this whole album. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Em, but that to me that album it just it was a miss, bro. It was a miss. All right. So the next subject we pretty much gonna be clumping two together is the biggest hits of twenty seventeen and our top five albums. I'm gonna start with a few. Uh, Mask off from Future. That remix or regular? The regular. Okay. 
the regular. The remix was hot though. Kendrick Lamar got on there and, and stomp and he stomped that track. But the regular, it it, it was major. So future uh, mask off future. You had a uh, Gold Link Crew. I like that song. That song, was, it was on the radio casually and still is the remix. Yeah, still and is. now it's just like it took a life of its own, and that was it was one of the biggest tracks of 2017. Uh, this dude gets a lot of attention and a lot of hate, or whether you, you hate him or love him, Gucci Gang. Mm. Nah. Girl, it's, nah. it's, it's got to be on there. Nope, it's got to be. It's Gucci I'm Gang. I'm not listening to anybody named Little. You don't have to listen to him, but <laughs> if we talking hits, Gucci Gang. Uh, another big hit of that uh, year, Lil Uzi Vert, EXO Tour Life. Everyone was singing that damn song. Everyone, including me. Uh, this song has been out since 2016, but it didn't blow up till 2017. And that's Travis Scott's Goosebumps. And that song literally took a whole nother life of its own because once it hit the radio, it went platinum. It was number one immediately, and it was they damn near played it every other second. Seeing that song live, that's just... That's the other thing. I've been to concerts where they played this song, like, you know, you're waiting for the artist to come out, and they played Goosebumps, and everyone was in the damn crowd singing it as if it was a Travis Scott concert. Like, seeing that man do that song live is like a whole nother level, like... That shit is just like you get lost in a song. Like it's it's just that man has one hell of a a stage presence yeah. uh, to the point where I've seen him get in the damn crowd and go up to the bleachers and perform with the people in the back of the damn bleachers. <laughs> uh, another big song of that year, I felt like, cause the the subject was uh, Jay Z's 444, cause that song right there was him putting putting like all his his dirty laundry on the track. So that song was major. Yeah, yeah definitely. Good song. You got the Cardi B song. Bodak Yellow. Yellow was that was probably the biggest song of the year. Bodak Yellow got like, released. Really, like, yeah. uh, it was it was crazy. That song was out for a minute, and it just blew the hell up during like September, and it ended up being number one on Billboard. See, this, the thing about Bodak Yellow was it had a different stage of blowing up. Like you heard Bodak Yellow when it first came out, everybody was like, "Yo, this new Cardi song's hot." And then you know you get like a couple months into it, it's like yo, y'all heard his new Cardi Cody uh, Cardi B song. It, it got then, it got more popular as time went on. Like and you got like like uh, don't rush the process. Like a lot of people be like they'll release the song and it's not a hit immediately. But then come three four months down the line, you're number one on the rap charts of Billboard, and that's the case with uh, Cardi B. Is that she released that song like real early and just over time it got to where it's at now, to where Bodak Yellow was one of the biggest did a good songs. Job working it, definitely. yeah. And then the you already know videos and uh, performances helped that out because uh, she got was she was getting added to performances at, at the last end. Made in America, they just threw her on there. She wasn't even on there originally. They threw her on there. Uh, powerhouse. Yeah, yeah. Got married, everything. Did the song. It was just it was a winning moment. It was a winning year for Cardi B. So definitely one of the biggest hits of 2017. Yeah, the Post Malone joint, Rockstar. Rockstar. Yeah, you know, I called that. Yeah, to, to Ryan here called that. He showed me that song like maybe two, three months prior. And over time, us all of a sudden, I heard it on the radio. I said, damn, it made it on the radio now. And after that week, it was number one immediately. I kept hearing it every damn time. You can't get in the car today and not hear Rockstar. Nope. That's true. You, you, it's, it's coming on whether you like if, give it give it a couple ten minutes you'll hear it. Didn't yeah, you he have another you. one too that last year? Uh, Post. Yeah. Congratulations. 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 Pretty big too. Yeah. 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 But Rockstar that that song right that's, there. That's, that's the one. Once I heard that on Q102, I'm like, oh, that sounds. Like <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that was a sign off right there. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else. Somebody else had a big hit that year, but. Since she's R and B, I can't say who it is. No, we're not no, saying SZA. No, we're not doing no. SZA because she's not even the best in R and B. You just like her. She's not the best. <laughs> like, you just like her. That's it. But like, she's for, not even top five. For people, last for year. people listening to this, how many times have y'all got in the car, or played the radio, or some shit, and the weekend came on? I can't. I can't. I lost count. How many and and while we at it, what song got played more? Love Galore or The Weekend? Both songs were in heavy rotation. Heavy. Uh, so what? Heavy. I, I, I just really, really like her though. No, like, she's good to go. Like, In my yeah. eyes, she's good to go. No, no. She's good to go. I'm, I'm only song I like over is, is Broken Clocks. So I, can, I can relate to that. I song. love that song. Broken Clocks is a cool case. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Other than that, I can't get into she it. She ain't top five R&B. Oh. That's a whole different one. Kendrick. There we go. All right, last two. We're just going to clump these together again. Uh, some biggest hits and uh, top five albums of 2017. Humble, Kendrick Lamar. That song uh, definitely blew the hell up. 
definitely had the crazy streams. It was the video of Fuel Dick, because I remember for a while everybody was talking about it. He definitely had some lyrics in there where people touched on. So uh, Humble was definitely one of the biggest uh, hits of 2017. What about the um, Joyner Lucas joint? The uh, remix to Gucci? No, the big The big one where he talks about the, uh, the white guy called? saying yeah. he's not racist and the black... I felt like... He might be up next. Yeah, he, I mean, after that song and then that remix, everyone's looking at uh, Jordan Lucas now like, all right, we, he's going to be next up at some point. And all it takes is that one song to get everybody on that wave. Mm -hmm. But that song was definitely right there. It definitely caught, it caught a lot of attention because that, like that was like the discussion for a week where everybody either had an a intake. I've seen people post uh, how they felt about it. There's one video where there's a guy, uh, he's breaking down the song in his own way. There's videos of yeah, video, yeah. to the song. So it, it caused a lot of uh it caused a lot of uh feedback. Like he got a lot of feedback on that song. Everyone was talking about that track. And again, this is like during the time where, you know, I'm not gonna talk because we don't we don't one thing about this podcast, we're not gonna get into political shit much. That's not our thing, but that song definitely hit during the time with political things, and you already know that there's a little there's a there's definitely a, a separation as far as like uh, color and everything goes right now. Yo, did you know Logic was black and white? By the way, Logic is black <laughs> and white. <laughs> and uh, another big hit, um, and everyone still looks at him as the underdog, but Big Sean bounced back. That's true. Certified three times platinum. Uh, it had his had his crazy rotations by uh, one of the biggest songs on his album. Yeah, it's crazy because I love that album, but I hate that song. Tyrone hates that album. I, 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 I hate like that, that song. song. I, I like love that song. Yeah. The bars are there. I just don't. I, I can't get into. I it. I want to say all that. The, to me, the bars <laughs> are there. Especially the second verse. I say all that, the second I like verse. The, song, though, the second would, verse is the best I'm not, one. I'm not going there for bars. But to me, like, that was. I, I like the song. I don't know. It was just for that song. I just feel like I seen it coming. Like I seen the hook coming. I don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's true. Alright, top five. Top five. No explanation. Um, top five. Top five is no explanation. We already touched on these in the uh the beginning of the podcast. But my top five albums of twenty seventeen are Kendrick Lamar, Damn, Jay Z four forty four, Big Sean, I Decided. Number four, I'm gonna have to give that to Joey Badass. Number five, Migos Culture. <laughs> all right, all right. So you already know me. Gotta go with Gucci. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta go. Get him out of here. <laughs> I'm serious, no, but uh, Kendrick Lamar, damn. Uh, not, no order. Uh, Big Sean, I decided. Jay Z, 444. Uh, who else? Who else? I got three. So I'm gonna have to go with Gucci for real this time. For real. Right, for real. Mr. Davis. That's that Mr. Davis. <laughs> Mr. Davis album. And uh, let's see who else? Who else? Uh, I, I guess we can go with Joey Badass. Got sneak him in. That's your five. Yeah. All right. Hove, Kendrick, Rhapsody. Fuck. Who am I missing? Psy High. Psy High Prince. Eh, I don't know. For all y'all who don't know who Psy High is, pretty pretty Psy much High writes Prince. all Kanye damn bars. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. Five. I had like an eight-way tie. I'll go Ross. I'll go Ross out. Ross. Ross. Never mind. We'll go Big Crip. <laughs> big Crip. I'm about to say. Big Crip. Everybody long time. But, it's hot. Go listen to it. I'm going Big Crip. But not to discredit Ross, because Ross had a good album. So if you want to listen to some music, go listen to Ross' album. It was passable. Same thing with 2 Chainz. 2 Chainz dropped a passable album. It was pretty good. That's not from the whole podcast. I'm not telling you to go listen to 2 Chainz. I'm <laughs> telling you to go listen to Chainz. But I'm telling you to listen at your own discretion. Yeah. Don't come looking for me. <laughs> listen to 2 Chainz. <laughs> so we're going to wrap this up with looking forward and looking into 2018. And what albums or artists you're looking for. Mine will probably be J. Cole. I think he needs to step it up this time around. If he puts out an album, it has to be better than the last one. Definitely. So that's probably the main one I'm looking for. Him and Nas. Because Nas has been talking about putting an album. Nas, Nas where the hell is that album, Stop. bro? Bullshit. Where is that album Yo, at? So I need Nas to come out for real. Where the hell is that you, album you, at? You dropped the title of your album like three years yeah. ago. Yeah, <laughs> right? Yo, he's he like um, fucking Fab and being Freddy Krueger. Like, it was like eight right. years ago he talked about that. Right. For all of them two, I don't really know. For, for you, for you, uh, people who either don't know who Nas is, uh, that might be crazy. Yo, they don't that, know who Nas the is. Nas, they should be listening. Yeah, yeah, shit. Sure. But uh, 
Nas album is done. We had that that title for for last Since three years. Two Khaled albums ago. Uh, whether you like Eminem album or not, he still came out of nowhere and dropped one. So where the hell is Nas? My theory is Nas was set to go and drop that album in 2017. Jay-Z beat him to the punch and dropped 444. And I think after Nas heard that album, he said, yo, I can't do what the hell I'm doing on this album. I have to come with something else harder. At this point, he might have to let 444 die completely before he drop anything. Because now if when uh when Nas drop an album, you already know they're going to compare that to uh, Jay-Z's album as far as like lyricism and uh. The, uh, the topics and what he, whatever he talks about on there. Because if it comes out and that album's all radio-y, he's going to get blasted. It's around who you got for uh, artists you were looking forward to seeing. Uh, artists I'm looking forward to seeing. You already know I'm looking forward to Gucci, man. You know, dropping his fifth, sixth album for this year. More, more Gucci. More Gucci. More, more Gucci. Nah, honestly, no. he needs to stop. There's too, the problem is there's too <laughs> much Gucci now. There's too much. Uh, honestly, I'm still on his, his, his album he dropped last May. So, I, I don't know. Gucci. I got a, Gucci. That's yeah. it. Just Gucci. Just Gucci. I got a, I, I got a few. Uh, for first, uh, I got uh, Travis Scott. Because Travis Scott has been like on his shit lately. Uh, last year, he didn't drop an album, but he was still on the radio. He had Goosebumps. Uh, what's it called? Butterfly Effect ended up being a sleeper hit. It hit the radio, and it was casually being played, and all of a sudden, it was used here and it regardless. So... That just goes to show, like, whether an album or not, you can still maintain that uh, hot streak. He had the uh, joint album with uh, Quavo, Huncho Jack. Love that album. No. I love that album. No. Matter of fact. The production album was amazing. The, uh, the production was crazy. Cardo got wings. That dude, is he's next up. Uh, but, yeah, he did that album. And then I look forward to him this year because he's supposed to be dropping Astroworld. Um Another artist I'm looking forward to seeing drop something new. Just off the strength of what he did is Kendrick Lamar. I, he probably won't do an album this year, he but it already builds up anticipation to see what this man does next. Because it's like, you think he's done, and all of a sudden he drops another album, and it, it just blows your expectations out the way. Honestly, I want to switch that Gucci thing. I want to switch up from Gucci. I want to go to Drake. Honestly. Drake dropped two new projects this year. That's another artist, so I'm with you on that because we like, definitely have to see what I that hear he's some doing. Bars from Drake this coming project. Like, I want to think he has them. Listening to those that one I, song, I, he, it's he, still there. He still he has to. He sure? has to. People keep saying that, but when's the last time it's been like consistent? I, and, and I have been saying that I think Drake is running like gas. That's why he's, he's been switching it up to this whole dancehall thing lately. So sure. maybe. Maybe he's like on his, his little uh, little Wayne run. How you know Wayne was killing the game for a while. He after a while, down. everybody can't peak forever. I don't know. He I started in the pop when he started peaking down a little bit, but you know. I feel like I, I feel like rap. Uh, Drake is just in that point where he like I can rap, sing, or do whatever the hell I want, and it's gonna pop regardless. Yeah, that's a. That's it. So uh, that's it. That'd be our wrap up for today. Uh, feedback, of course, is uh always welcome so when you listen to this if there's any artist that we missed out or somebody you want to touch on that you liked or name some of your favorite albums by all means uh drop the comments and uh for the next podcast we'll get back to some people if we can and talk about it and then uh the next podcast will be about this year in general and future projects and updates and stuff you can find me on instagram at nick sherman two underscores Two underscores. Also, logic is black and white. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're naming this podcast. <laughs> uh, you can find me on uh, social media. I'm, on, I'm more active on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Killer Flash. Uh, Killer underscore Flash on Instagram. Twitter, Killer Flash 2. Quick. And uh, Ron Boy. Well, Ronnie Roney, R-O-N-N-Y-R-O-N-I, 215. Instagram. Podcast done.